there's so many things I need to play. There are like four Game Pass games that just came out that are on my two playlist. Uh, five, sorry, five that are on my two playlist. Um, technically six, if you ooh seven. <laughs> I have a lot of games to play, and I haven't played them. Hey, Nate, welcome to another episode of Space Time Taco. Taco, <laughs> damn it, I'm doing it again. Welcome to another episode of Space Time Taco. I'm your host, Chris, with Nate. Hey, hello. Uh, it's a weird. It's a Monday record. It's the Monday before Extra Life. Um, it's the first recording we've had in technically like a month since the last one is no longer in existence. I'm going to knock on wood. Um, some technical issues that made me lose the episode in my entire PC. (laughs) Oh, wow. Uh, Your whole PC? What? Yeah. Whatever the issue was, it was a big enough failure issue. Hard. It was a hardware issue. Um, took it in had it looked at uh the guy was like we can either try and fix it and use it you use your warranty see if it, it or because it's covered under warranty blah 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 um or because of how it's set up i can he's like is there anything super important on that on there and i'm like the only thing that would have been important would have been the podcast episode that it crashed before i was able to save because it saves as you stop you like you have to hit stop recording um so i'm like no he's like cool i'm just gonna get you a new one he literally i the the tech guy signed off like it's technically a week or two out of the standard like return policy but he was like Mm -hmm. i signed off and approve you to have a full return in exchange no extra extra charge um and all that and i'm like yeah, sure. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, so I've spent the last two weeks, two weeks, yeah, um, along with getting everything set up for Extra Life, also resetting up my PC. <laughs> wow. Again, thankfully, most of the important files I keep either on the cloud or on externals. So, you know, small wonders. Mm-hmm. Whatever. No, so yeah, Nate. Crazy, though. I know my all of my tech problems I've ever had have really been like I had a phone once that the computer the screen just stopped, and they're like, "You get this is like a one in a million thing. Here's a free phone. Let me replace it." Same thing with my computer. It's like, "Hey, this is something we can't fix unless we spend a lot of time on it." So here's another computer, and I'm like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, you know, whatever. It's yeah, been working well, fine. Everything's good. <laughs> that is crazy. As much time as they spent building a PC only to have various components constantly fail. Yeah. It's wild to just well, see one shut down like that. Yeah. Well, and it's one of those things where, like, you can't... Um. Is the thing I was going to say. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, there's no way you can tell it's going to happen. When you put one mm-hmm. of them together, you can't tell that something in it is just not going to work. Um, And he, told, he even told me, he straight up was like, yeah, we're going to wipe it, fix it, and sell it again. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I got no problem with that. 
Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I can probably sell it as a refurbed unit. Yeah, it'll be either refurbed or, or open box or some shit like that. Um, I don't know. Anyway, Nate, how have you been? <laughs> I haven't talked to you in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Right. We talked we talk the other night. Yeah. No, I've been okay. Um, you know, just still chilling in a whole nother country. <laughs> yeah. You know, only got a couple, what, two more months? Two more months. Yeah, till till December. So really just one more month, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One and a half months. I'll put it that way. Okay. Are you getting home before or after Christmas? Uh, before. Cool. Yes. I don't necessarily have any plans for Christmas, but I'll be home before Christmas. Oh, you'll be home for Christmas, so you can make plans, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I know you haven't... Have you gotten a chance to play anything? Because you have your Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's new stuff that I want to play, of course. Starfield took up a whole lot of my time early on. Yeah. Um... As fucking mid as that game is, I just can't stop playing it. Um, <laughs> but um, just a reminder for the internet: mid does not mean bad. Stop yeah. using mid like it's a bad thing. No, mid is mid does not mean bad. Mid literally means mid in this case. It is very. It is one of the video games of all time. <laughs> um, no, other than that, I haven't played anything like brand new hot off the presses um i've just been i'm gonna have it on the list i went back and revisited the game because it had a major update done to it oh i can't i can't tell what you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) um but yes so i've been playing uh 40k dark tide um after they did this major overhaul to it um the gameplay itself is still still the basic gameplay. Like, if you've played any of the Vermintide games or Left 4 Dead or uh, Back for Blood, those types of games, it's still very much like that. Um, of course, the uniqueness in it is mechanics like maintaining coherency with your squad, um, the whole toughness and health mechanic, mm-hmm. various classes having different abilities... Um, all that stuff is still in there, but what they ch- the biggest change they made to it most recently was changing the way the classes level up. Um, so you still earn experience and you still gain levels, but respecking is now totally free, and that is because each class basically has three skill trees that have some crossover between them. Um, and so now you have the opportunity to do much more of a build as opposed to where you didn't have that before, where classes were kind of pigeonholed into doing just one thing and one thing only. Um, Because I'm playing this on Xbox, it doesn't link with my Steam account, so I have to start, you know, whole new characters and everything like that. Which I... It's frustrating that we're still in a world that that isn't just for every game yet. Yeah. Well, I went back and created the one character that I favor the most. It's a a melee-focused class. Um called the zealot and but then when i looked at the skill trees i saw that there were were three different paths that i could really take um 
And so with this class, I can do something like just a straight-up frontline melee fighter. I can do a more support role where it's focused on staying in coherency with the team and buffing them through auras and stuff like that. Um, or I can go with an actual stealth character, which has an ability that puts them in stealth, and I get like bonuses to backstabs and things like that. Hmm. Um, and all the classes now have been overhauled and changed to have you know those three... Three different skill trees, basically, that change the way you play that class. Um, there were some slight, there's some slight tweaking to the weapons in the game as well, because some weapons felt incredibly underpowered, while some felt way too overpowered. Um, so there's been some changes to that, but otherwise, I mean, I guess. A lot of the problems people had with Dark Tide in the beginning have been sort of ironed out. There just needs to be a little bit more, and then it'll feel like it's a complete. It's game. probably a game that most people are gonna gonna come back to and enjoy. <laughs> That's good. I mean, it's a game. It's been out for how long now? At this point, it's been out for about a year. Yeah, it's always nice <laughs> to see games get um, what's it continuous support. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's especially important with games like Dark Tide because I guess one of the things it does well is it nails like the aesthetic of 40k. Like it gets that very, very well. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, as opposed to some other games which are kind of a mix or in the middle or just really didn't fit that aesthetic. Of course, the big one that Warhammer 40,000 fans are waiting for is Space Marine 2. Um which, That's not out yet? It's still not out yet. Um, oh, weird. Let me actually, I think it's coming out this month. Let me see. 2023. Nope. I just have winter 2023, so mm, still not okay. an official release date. Um, it says it could easily, well, it could slip into 2024. Um. But Focus Entertainment, who was responsible for publishing all the 40K games and teams like Fat Shark that worked on Dark Tide and teams like Saber Interactive that are working on Space Marine 2. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the the best thing I can say is at least they're dedicated to at least maintaining the feel of what 40, Warhammer 40,000 is, that grim dark, like, everything sucks feel. <laughs> um, but that can be entertaining in its own right. And so I think most people were drawn to dark tide initially because of that. And then choices that were made in development. Now they are changing those. So hopefully that brings more people back to the game. Okay. And that is on our maybe list. We might be playing on whatchamacallit. I need to actually make space. I tried installing it. And then my, my Xbox was like, Hey, Hey, no, you got too much shit. I'm like, Fuck, I gotta find something to get rid of. Because, um, <clears throat> Jesus, I love the Xbox uh, Series S, but mm -hmm. tiny, tiny internal memory, and most games need to run off that internal memory. Or yeah. the very expensive uh, expansion, expansion packs. packs. Yeah. Which, I mean, even I'm up on the air and buying one. Because, like, who knows when the end of life for this set of Xbox is going to be. And those things are completely yeah. useless. 
Yeah, and that's one of those things where, like, if it, <laughs> I if they were more affordable, I'd be all for it. But like, do I get this? And then when the Xbox Series X two <laughs> comes out, um, the fuck? Uh, who knows? I mean, they've already there are talks of a slim version or the the next gen version of this gen version was it it's not a generation it's a iteration yeah that's the yes. word so we got whatever the fuck that's gonna be um and we don't know when that's gonna happen if that's gonna happen technically i don't know if it's been i can't remember if that was part of a leak thing or if that was a confirmed eventually this is happening whatever yeah i mean i don't know they i i always wait until you know I see someone like Phil Spencer get on stage and announce it. So <laughs> Yeah. No, Phil Spencer hasn't been announcing anything specifically for Xbox unless you're talking about Blizzard related stuff. Um <clears throat> I did not really look into the BlizzCon information all that much, but I do know he appeared on a stage and he did not have a shelf behind him or a cool shirt that could reveal things for the future. Uh <laughs> <clears throat> What I was going to say, what I did watch, uh, and by the way, I realized anything we talked about last week or last time never got recorded. So sure, I may have talked about Super Mario Wonder, but it's not recorded. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Nate, I am, I think, four kingdoms in, four kingdoms down, done in um, Super Mario Wonder, and it is... Like, I don't want to give it, like, it's in the top five Mario, like, side-scrolling Marios. But it is probably one of the most <clears throat> individual little thing happening kind of game where I'm like, that's amazing. I love that. That little sound, that little animation thing. I love that about it. The game itself is just Mario. It's another side-scrolling Mario yeah, who doesn't have fun with those? Um, I'm excited to try and play with people because last time we got to play with people, you could hit each other and throw each other, and that was annoying as fuck. <laughs> um, now you just run around and don't interact with each other, and that's great. Uh, you can, like, use your bubbles and the platforms of other characters' bubbles, and that's about it. Um, but no, it, like, the the jumping sounds... I know, like, the jumping itself just feels like a normal Mario, but... They changed all the characters' jump sound. Um, there's, like, these cute little animations. I don't remember if we talked about this at all, but the cute little animations of them, like, going in the pipe. Like, you'll go in the pipe, and if you're Mario and Luigi, I think it's Mario 2. I've only played as Luigi. Um, he goes in, and his hat kind of, like, floats in the air, and he reaches back out and pulls the hat in. Um, <laughs> and, like, I've seen it a thousand times, and it's still fucking... Mwah. French uh, French kiss is what I was going to say, not chef's kiss, but you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. French kiss. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's like everything about the animation and the design choice I absolutely love. Um, I was talking about with talking about with uh, talking about talking about it with someone the other day about how much I just love the fact that they feel almost like their claymation. Like, the visual style of the characters is almost like a claymation style. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
I love it. Check it out. If you have a Switch, this is like a must-buy, in my opinion. Which isn't hard to do. Most, If Nintendo makes a game, and I'm saying Nintendo specifically, makes a game for their console, 99% of the time it is a must-buy. Um, why do I say specifically Nintendo? Because people be like, oh, Mar or Pokemon games. I'm like, Pokemon are great, except for how they run. Uh, <laughs> and it's not technically a Nintendo game. Yeah. So yeah, if you get a chance, I know you ha you don't have you don't have your switch. I do have my you switch. You do have your switch. Joe Demand. Yes. I'm telling you. <laughs> play some play some Mario. I didn't even finish Odyssey, so I know, <laughs> but Odyssey is an open worldish adventure game. This is just a side scroller. <laughs> yes. Aren't you good at platforming? <laughs> it's uh, debatable. <laughs> I've definitely never seen you play uh any any like uh really intense platforming games and get frustrated in any way whatsoever uh, <laughs> no yeah that's yeah it's the only thing i've really been playing um newer game wise like i said every day let's uh, throw on some minecraft and make my brain feel better um in mario mario's done a good job of doing the same thing uh <laughs> Now I can't remember if I told you what I <laughs> what I also consumed at the same time as playing Mario Wonder for the first time. Dude, no. Okay, cool. No guesses. No. I thought maybe something. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I, that's also when I watched Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Five Nights at Freddy's was in theater. Is in theaters, and it's also um, streaming on Peacock. Um, mm -hmm. and whatever other service you feel like using technically. Um, I was originally going to see it in theaters, and then two days in a row, my body said, you are not going to sit still in a theater for two, for close to two hours. It's, I think it's only 90 minutes. How long is, hold on. Five night, Freddy. Run time. <laughs> yeah, two hours. An hour, 50 minutes. I literally wrote five F I O V E N I G T Freddy runtime. Mm -hmm. Google knows people stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, checked out the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Uh, it, like I said, only two hours long. Doesn't feel two hours long. I feel like it was. It felt like a nine, ninety minute movie. Um, I feel like it moves moves at a good pace. Uh, mm -hmm. There have been a lot of people... First of all, let's talk about the fact that the reviews have not been great. But when yeah. have the view, reviews fucking mattered for a game that has a fan base like this and as much lore and shit as this? Um, I think... Let's see. Let's go on to Rotten Tomatoes, check some shit out real quick. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, come on. You got to find these things out, right? Continue without disabling ads. Fuck you. Um... Five Nights at Freddy's, oh, you fucking piece of shit, is currently sitting at a tomato meter, you know, from the reviewers, of 30%, which is, it's rotten. It means it's rotten. Uh, audience score, 88%, because of course it is. Uh, like, we've already seen, uh, like, the, the news of, like, 
90% of the people going to see these movies are under the age of 35. And I'm like, hey, I'm still in that bracket one more year. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Um, But along with that, it has already broken milestones. It is like the... Okay, let's see. As of writing this one, this came out on November 4th. Oh, updated November 4th. Maybe. Cool. Wait, how many... Where's the update? I don't know where the update is. I hate when people say updated, but they don't put like a everything below this line is updated. Um, but anyway, as of writing this, this is from Dextero. Dexer- Dexerdo? Dexerdo? Dex- whatever. Um, yeah. As of writing, Five Nights at Freddy's has earned 112 million domestic... I can't read today. Domestically. Uh, it has passed the box office milestone of 100 million and maintains the number one spot however the second week it did have a 78 percent drop um but it is i'm so mad this people don't put things how they should um here we go earns the biggest domestic opening day ever for a video game movie this movie beat opening domestic day of fucking mario will it hit the mario numbers god no (laughs) <laughs> Freddy, Freddy is not at Mario level. Um, I will say, enjoyable movie wise, like story plot wise, this is my in my opinion is a better movie. Um, Mario relied heavily on nostalgia and just you know looking fucking pretty with as many Easter eggs as possible. Um, there's a shit ton. Yeah. Of Easter, there are a shit ton of Easter eggs in here, um, but that's just a whole other thing. Uh, including, <laughs> I may I can't remember if we talked about this last week or last the the ghost episode. Um, that's what I'm going to call it for now on the ghost episode. Uh, yeah, I can't remember if we talked about the fact that Matt Pat is in the movie. Um, <laughs> the game theorist himself has a role. Not only does he have a role, he has a speaking role. As well as his scene was the first scene filmed for the entire movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, uh, the first scene in the movie was originally supposed to star Markiplier. But because he was filming his own movie, he was unable to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. It's really upsetting, but I think it's actually kind of cool. The role he would have had was the, uh, uh, the previous... Night guard, night security guard, that dies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that would have been pretty fitting. I mean, hell, the reason I watch or the reason I know anything about the Five Nights games is because of Markiplier. Um, I have watched him play every single one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, there was another thing. I think it. I can't find it, but there was something about it having like the largest. The, it's like the best Halloween release or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Five Nights grossed further 52 internationally for a global total of 130 million. That gave the biggest opening weekend worldwide for a horror movie in 2023. Uh, while FNAF also suppressed 2018's Halloween to become Blumhouse's biggest international opening ever. Hmm. So, good for them. Believe in you. I believe in you, Freddy. Um, <laughs> now, I haven't talked about it at all yet, but uh, besides the fact that I said I did enjoy it, um, this movie, I've seen so many people be like, it's not a horror movie. 
blah, 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 not enough gore. That is not what the Five Nights games are about. The Five Nights games are made to be hard, are, are made to be scary without being overly gory. Um, yeah. I mean, your deaths are literally jump scares, 90% of the, the series. Um, the difference is this is a horror movie that is made for a younger audience. <laughs> And if I yeah. were a kid, if I was the target, like child audience for this, this game, this movie, this this movie would be terrifying. Hell, the games would be terrifying. The, hell, the games are terrifying if you are bad with jump scares. Um, I've gotten better over the years, probably because I've seen so many of these fucking animatronic jump scares. Uh, mm -hmm. If you'd like, there's a few YouTube videos and TikToks that just have every single jump scare ever from all the games <laughs> um yeah i i definitely enjoyed it uh i recommend it it is available like i said it's super easy to watch you don't even have to see it in the theaters right now um you can either get you, you can get a uh peacock trial membership and watch this shit uh, and while mm. you're at it go watch the entirety i think it's on peacock the entirety of Teen Wolf. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, the last little thing about it. Um, this is spoilers, I guess. Uh, I won't say his character, whatever. Um, but Matthew Lillard's... Matthew Lillard supposedly has confirmed that he did sign a three-movie deal when he signed for the first movie. So we at least have two more mm -hmm. contractually contractually obligated to have three or two more. What did I say? Three. I meant to say two. Um, and I'll be honest, it did well enough with a small enough budget. Cause I think it only had five night movie bucket things like 20, yeah, 20 million. It had a $20 million budget. So they've already, wow. yeah, they've already made five times that. So, good for them. I love seeing successful horror movies, even if it's based off of another property. I don't know. Man, I feel like horror movies is where the money is. Because, like, right. looking at other things, Megan, $12 million. How much did that make? Uh, Megan box office. <laughs> $181 million. <laughs> <laughs> so like the return on investment for that shit it's gotta be crazy that's why there's so many goddamn fucking Saul movies oh yeah there's literally 10 Saul movies because those budgets are nothing <laughs> so you know well yeah, yeah. I mean... so Nate I'm asking once again for a One Piece update <laughs> okay so one piece still has been pretty slow going for me um that isn't because i'm not enjoying it that's just because finding time to sit down and watch it without falling asleep which <laughs> makes you sound like i'm not enjoying it i know um it's difficult to do but 
Um, I am very much enjoying this part of the series that I'm in, which is Drum Island. Um, I just finished the episode where... Um, well, I'm in the middle of the episode where, where they're being treated, but the episode that, that really got me for this sort of arc was... Um, when Luffy has to carry not only Nami, but Sanji, literally grasping Sanji's coat mm-hmm. in his teeth and climb the mountain up to Drum Castle. Um, and, you know, they they did not really skimp on showing you, like, how much pain Luffy went through to do that. Um, so that was a really sort of harrowing thing. And then... Now that I'm in this episode with Chopper and Kuriha, like it's back to sort of the funny sort of comedic relief part of it. Um, Have you had Chopper do his wonderful way of hiding when he's trying to look through doorways? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, also um, the whole thing with, with Wapple sort of being on being on the way there. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's, he's made out to be this kind of, well, he is, I mean, he's, he's a tyrant. He once ruled over this place. Now he's sort of looking to take everything back by any means necessary. Um, that being said, I just, you know, I don't think he, he understands <laughs> who he's actually messing with. Um, I mean, the fact of the matter is Zoro took out, like, one of his dudes literally just to get a coat. <laughs> and, you know, once Sanji and Luffy are healed, like, that's it. That's, it's over for Wobble at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, Chopper's sort of power has been shown off a little bit. Um, Kuraha is scary in her own right. Um, so can you see with the little mm -hmm. bit you've interacted with Greya Mm -hmm. um, can you see um, Jamie Lee Curtis yeah Jamie Lee Curtis as her (laughs) I mean yes and no Um, that being said I haven't seen Jamie Lee Curtis in a real like I haven't seen her in this role which is because it's anime is just way more comedic um, can I see her be being that part of Kurha that is that no nonsense woman who knows what she's about, and knows what she's doing, and doesn't take shit from anybody? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because that's Jamie Lee Curtis in everything. <laughs> if you want but, to see well, her in a more mm-hmm. comedic role, I highly recommend Scream Queens, the TV series Scream Queens. Um, mm-hmm. It is the greatest thing. That that piece of shit that created Glee made. Really, I always forget his name. I want to say it's Brian something. Ryan <laughs> Ryan Murphy. Yeah, it's Ryan mm. Murphy and Brad Fulchuk. Fulchuk. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, Ryan Murphy's a piece of shit, but every once in a while he makes a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> well. I'll have to remember that the guy who made Glee is a piece of shit. 
That's not really hard to think about. (laughs) If you know anything about Glee, you know that the person that made Glee, probably not a great person. (laughs) I mean, I'm just, I'm really just excited to watch more One Piece. Like, I I understand everybody's hype behind it now. Like, I get that, I get why the series is so beloved. I just want more of that. Yep. All right. Hey, you got Um, plenty. You got plenty. (laughs) You haven't even hit the hundreds yet, have you? No. Yeah. But, um... I just want to find out what's so... I mean, I've always enjoyed, from what I've seen, the character designs of One Piece, and now now I'm understanding why those character designs were chosen to be what they were. Um, Chopper, of course, being just fucking weird, honestly, to me. (laughs) (laughs) He ate the human uh, human fruit, that's all. I know. Um, But I'm also enjoying, in this arc, that certain things have been hinted at, mostly how ridiculously strong Luffy actually is. Um, And they've talked a little bit more about the devil fruits. Um, There's a character, Dalton, who ate the ox ox fruit, which is a Zoan fruit. And so now they're getting into more of the differences between the types of devil fruit as well. And I know they expand upon that a whole lot more later on. Um, But yeah. I'm just I'm having fun with with what I have been able to watch. I'm just still watching more. I will eventually get to Alabasta and at least be done this sort of major arc of the story. Yeah, this arc goes right into another massive arc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so it's funny you mentioned the whole like Zoan thing. Uh mm-hmm. people have looked back at I can't remember the exact point, but it's basically around here where um, people have decided that Oda had to retroactively break down different types of of devil fruits um, Mm -hmm. because there are certain things that other people do with devil fruits that other people can't. And it really was like, okay, this type of devil fruit does this, this type does that. and it's it's very much like as you go on, you just learn different things that didn't exactly exist the entire time. Um, like he might yeah. know where the story's going, but there's a lot that he is over time, and because of just his own writing or maybe the audience itself has mm-hmm. been like, oh, you know what? You're right. I have to figure out what happened there, or this it doesn't have an explanation. Um, and there are a lot of yeah. times where he would explain that in uh in the manga there was there's like this uh Q&A section. I can never remember what it's called, but if you ever get a chance to read those, I think it's some of the it's some really entertaining stuff. Um it's actually where we got it's why we have the casting for the live action one piece that we have. Um because somebody asked if those straw hats were from the real world, where would they all come from? And that's where he broke down. Boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom. This is where everybody's from. Um, yeah. It's like, yeah, uh-huh. That's right. You didn't know this, but these people <laughs> are black. <laughs> There's only one Asian guy on the team and it's just one, even though it's an anime. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, no. <laughs> You've got somebody screaming in a comment section somewhere claiming Oda is woke now. 
but yeah, sure. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, he's he. There's a, too much body shaming in in early yeah. <laughs> early One Piece. Uh, like I said, we, we I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do with Alvita in live action. So <laughs> I think that's it. I think they're done. She's gonna be a little bit. Her her makeup's gonna her skin's gonna be a little smoother. Maybe mm-hmm. who fucking knows. Um. Damn, I just want I want more. <sighs> fucking and I just saw uh on, on the most recent update um is that SAG after oh yeah, SAG after says they've responded to the studio's last best and final offer um and said that they still do not have an agreement on several essential items including AI. Um so we're not getting that anytime soon. We're not getting anything anytime soon. Uh, because people want to be greedy, and I'm not talking about actors, I'm talking about the, the big corporations that can afford to fucking pay people, uh, and they want to be fucking weird and, like, screw people out of f- further money, for one thing. <sighs> like, mm-hmm. man, AI can be good for something. I, 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 think, I believe that mm-hmm. there is a reason for AI, and it can be used correctly, but, like, right now, as yes. as, like, as the as the people people in the internet say internet say this ain't it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It can be used in in some pretty productive ways, but you know the fact of the matter is the people who run these companies want all the money they can get for as little effort as possible, and so when something can be automated, it will be automated. Um. Then the unfortunate thing is. You know, it takes organizations like SAG-AFTRA and WGA and, honestly, the international, I forget what it is, IWIW, International Workers, I don't know. Big fucking union. Um, <laughs> it takes, you know, those organizations to, to fight for the rights of workers and artists and stuff like that because... These corporations are going to continue to push for automation and push for things like AI, and it's going to creep into everything. It's creeping into into games now, where people notice AI assets in video games, and they're firing back at developers and publishers. Like, why would you include this instead of just hiring somebody to actually make a good asset for your game? <laughs> so, sucks all around. Yeah, and there's already been reports of different games, specifically studios. Uh, Ubisoft, Ubisoft has been "quote unquote" caught using AI-generated artwork instead of paying somebody to make art. Yeah, well, when it comes to Ubisoft, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I mean, they try to turn one of the Ghost Recon games into a platform for NFTs. So, man, they tried to turn everything into NFTs. That obviously it failed, and I'm pretty sure they've stepped away from all those uh, plans. Hopefully, um, fucking fucking NFTs. Like <laughs> a friend of our a friend of the show, uh, and it's been on content before. Lou has and I have talked about like. Mm-hmm. the interesting and what could be cool, useful side of NFTs. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I can see that working eventually, but we have to get through the bullshit side where it's just people trying to make money off of idiots. 
Uh, and they did. A lot of them made money. Um, a lot of them are also now being sued or going bankrupt or, uh, hold on, that's right. Going to jail. Oh, yeah, going to jail or um, throwing parties and ha having people's eyes and skin burned uh, and they're blaming UV lights. Uh, but that's that's a whole other thing. Uh <laughs> <laughs> That actually, I'm pretty sure, is the plot of uh, one of the episodes of um, Fall of the House of Usher. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, again, if you have not watched, highly recommend. Fantastic show. Only eight episodes, I think? I don't know. Um, well, Nate, real quick, I'm jumping all over the place. I told you, this is going to be a weird episode. This is a. I haven't talked with you in a while. We haven't recorded <laughs> technically in a while, so I'm all over the place. But speaking of, <laughs> of, of spoopy, spoopy things, um, Silent Hill game, Silent Hill game came out. Nate, technically, um, yeah, and people hate it. <laughs> uh, Silent Hill Ascension, which is basically a choose your own adventure. Silent Hill game that was being played like live nightly for I don't know how long. I think it might still be going. I haven't really looked into it enough, mostly because I'm not looking to pay to watch a game be played. Um, it sounds weird because I pay for other subscription services where one, some of the content is is let's plays, but like you know whatever. Um, anyway. Uh, People are already complaining, not loving the the idea, um, not loving the fact that it's basically pay to play, um, as in like, if you have money, you can tip the scales in your in your direction, kind of thing. It's like, oh, I want this to happen. Let me give you more money. Um, not only that, the opening night, uh, and this was an interesting one. Um, the first night of the live stream, people could not hear what was going on because they were somehow pumping in the audio from a separate live broadcast that they were doing with another, um, content creator, uh, in this specific case. Oddly enough, it was kind of funny. Uh, so I was actually watching the kind of funny content, looking in the comments and seeing people be like, hey, can you guys shut up because we can't hear the game? And I'm like, what did Capcom do <laughs> that fucked up their stream <laughs> that much? Like, me? Or one of us? Us as a group? Somehow having audio from something else playing over top of something else? It happened last Extra Life. Yeah, of course that's going to happen. We're a two-person team, basically. And I don't let you touch any of the computer stuff. So, it's... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we, you know, first entry into the Silent Hill franchise in over a decade. In, uh, in about a decade. Mm -hmm. And uh, not good, not great. People are upset. Um, hopefully, this next Silent Hill game, which I believe... Hmm, excuse me. I believe at this point would be Bloober Team's remake of Silent Hill 2, um, mm -hmm. which, oh, fuck, you better not fuck up that remake. Uh, yeah. 
yeah, that's the next thing. And, yeah, you know, I have... I trust that team. I've seen what they've done. I haven't played anything that they've done, but I've seen what they've done with other games, and, you know, they do a good job. Um, yeah. Anyway, Nate. Oh, did I lose you? I think I might have lost Nate. <laughs> so, Nate, are you all caught up on Loki? I am all caught up on Loki, and holy shit. Holy shit is correct. Here's the annoying thing. Part of me wants to just give very top-level shit, like, stuff, um, and then, like, Friday morning, maybe, we can mm -hmm. record... Well, I guess not morning for you. Fuck, you have work. Uh, yeah. When you're done... When are, when are Yeah, whatever. We can record a thing later. Um, mm-hmm. Like, full spoiler Loki Season 2 talk. Uh, because we only got one episode left. And not only do we have that one episode, I, Kim and I will be seeing the Marvels coming home and then watching that final episode. <laughs> I can't tell if you your camera is frozen. Nope. Okay, cool. You're moving. You just keep <laughs> looking. You look half asleep, man. You probably are. It's late here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's technically late for me, too, but that's only because I wake up early. Um, yeah. But yeah, Loki Season 2, man, it I got scared for that one episode, and it's been nothing but great since. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I 100% now, like, without a doubt, my favorite character is Ouroboros. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously ignoring Loki himself, because, like, Tom Hiddleston has been killing it for literally years Decades? Yeah. Decades? Mm, technically, yes. Yeah, I just realized, because uh, Avengers was 2012. Um, yep. So, yeah. He's done it for a decade, at least. Um, technically, if you do the fun counting, two decades. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, Ouroboros um, is great. And I, I don't know... I don't, there's part of me that doesn't trust him. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> but we, you know, previous episode, we got a huge uh, pause, not pause, uh, cliffhanger. Um, didn't know what the fuck was going to happen, which led to another episode that gets a huge cliffhanger. And I'm like, okay, one more episode. I miss being able to binge watch things. <laughs> Exactly. No, that the the first cliffhanger that happened, I was like, I mean, I was my mind was blown because I'm like, what the fuck are they honestly going to do after this? Yeah. I mean, like they they set out on a mission and they literally just fail. Like there is no like, oh, we can fix this or anything like that. It's like no, they failed. Yeah, which is so <laughs> um, cool to see, you know. Yes, and then. You know, the follow-up afterwards, it makes sense within the context of everything we've seen in the season so far. Um, I guess it's difficult to come to terms with because it's like... There's there's a scene between two characters in particular where they are they're hinting at a theme, like a lesson to be learned. Mm -hmm. um, but then kind of also undo that through their own plot later on. Um but I think the 
I think people who aren't watching Loki or maybe just say to themselves, like, oh, well, the, the TV shows for Marvel don't matter, don't understand, like, the impact the plot of Loki has on the entire Marvel universe, this Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Um, like, this is the undoing of every timeline in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What does that mean for the future of all of these movies? <laughs> Is is are these even going to tie into all of those movies? <laughs> yeah, um, um, I think there's one thing that people have been talking about a lot, and this has been for a while now. Yeah. Is is everything we've been watching in the movies within the same universe, or are we on different timelines? Are we different within the multiverse experience kind of thing? Um, mm -hmm. And it's hard to tell, and I don't know if they will ever go to that far, um, but. Uh, Hold on. Studios, new branch of series. I can't remember what it's called. Um, yeah. Uh, the one thing that we do know, which is really interesting and weird, um, is that Marvel is starting a new branch of their stories. Um, mm -hmm. And it's supposed to be focusing on the street level stuff. Right now, we're dealing with cosmic shit. We're dealing with multiverse multi timelines all that fun shit in like the one thing marvel announces while we're about to get this is a new branch that's just called marvel spotlight it's focusing on street level stake stories um and they've even talked about how some of the stories don't even uh, uh yeah here's a little quote it's just um Marvel Spotlight is a label that'll focus on bringing more grounded, character-driven stories to the screen that street-level stakes to street-level stakes over larger MCU continuity. Um, there was talk that it seemed like they wouldn't have as much of an impact on the MCU in general. Um, and I'm wondering if that is more kind of like... Because <sighs> we haven't gotten anything super connected yet. Like, we're mm -hmm. about to have the biggest connection, and that's just the fact that two characters in the Marvels, the next movie, got their actual introduction from TV shows. Yeah. Um, we don't have to get a uh, backstory on either of them. There'll be a little, like, offhand conversation being like, oh, I walked through a thing, I did this, and now I have powers. Or, oh, I put on these, and it unlocked my powers. Um, because she didn't get the powers because she put them on. She's a fucking mutant. Fuck off, internet. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, you know, I got problems with people. You don't fuck mm -hmm. with Kamala Khan, and you don't fuck with Miles Morales around me. We have words. <laughs> um, anyway, it's Loki kicking ass, giving people names. He's not taking names, he's giving people <laughs> names. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got I think as close as we might get to uh fucking Mobius on a jet ski. Um he was on one. He wasn't yeah. he wasn't in water, but he was on one. Um, he was definitely on one. That's why he loves it so much. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, it, it we I don't want to spoil things too much, like I said. But yeah, I am really enjoying it. I can't wait for 
two more days, two more days until we get the no, three more days. Fuck, it's Monday. Um, can't wait to see how it ends. I, I, I want more. I don't know how much more we can get without it being really fucking weird. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I, know, I like I just it's one of those things I, I just don't want to say anything spoilery but I just want to say all the things yeah I mean I know how it is but we'll we'll save the spoilers until after we get a chance to to see the finale yeah um no just I would just say if you're not caught up on Loki um these last two episodes are are frankly amazing and and like you, you need to watch them. Period. <laughs> and then hopefully the last one is just as good and holds up to it because um last season it was in my opinion good throughout, and then that final episode, which was ninety percent just conversation, was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, Nate, uh in other things that you have not, I don't think you've watched. Uh, have you gotten a chance to watch Pluto on Netflix? No. Okay. Do you have any idea what Pluto is? None whatsoever. Cool. So Pluto is a new anime uh, adapted from the manga. Manga is written by the same person, the same mangaka that created um, Monster. Uh Really, really good series. I've never finished it. It's my brother, one of my brother's favorites. Um, like so much so that I told him, "Hey, there's an anime that's made by that guy," and he's like, uh, "How is it? Only eight episodes? Are they making more than these eight episodes?" <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I have watched half of it. I've finished four episodes. Uh, the series has made me cry twice, um, at least. Teared up a little bit another time, maybe. Um, basically. The short version is, it is the creator's reimagining of the world of Astro Boy. Mm-hmm. But if Astro Boy was very serious and there was a lot of death. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the quickest way I can say it. Um I watched the first episode and was immediately like, this is fantastic. I can't wait to watch more. Got halfway through and then realized that I had a week until Extra Life. Um, So, you know, my brain was like, can't focus on any new content. Only throw old things on or YouTube content. That doesn't count as real content uh, for my brain. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, highly recommend it. Fantastic. Like I said, eight episodes. Darker. Um, darker series overall. Um, if you like Astro Boy, I don't know if I should recommend it for you. If you like Monster, I highly recommend it for you. Um, mm-hmm. But also, I may recommend you to just, um, you know, join the Great Pirate Age. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> fuck Netflix. Uh, Woo. <laughs> that's really everything on this list right now maybe mm-hmm. you know what that's not true three of the things on my on the watch what are we watching list 
I would mm-hmm. say be part of the same universe as the first thing on this list. <laughs> Sail the seven seas, as it were. Well, there's only four seas. Um, no, nah, whatever. No, wait. Five seas? <laughs> five seas? Five seas? I don't know. I'm saying in real world context. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, I don't know. I think the, the one piece map geographically just doesn't make any fucking sense. So <laughs> you say that I, I there are videos that break mm-hmm. it down that make it make sense. Um, <laughs> I think it's technically seven. You might be technically right because there's mm-hmm. North Blue, South Blue, East Blue, West Blue. Um, there are two calm belts, and then there's the Grand Line. So mm-hmm. technically, if you were to count the two calm belts separately from the Grand Line, there are seven. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. I'm just going to accept that. Um, anyway, Nate, I'll be honest. I don't know if I want to keep going too much later because you need to go to bed. I eventually do, yes. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> we only have one more thing on here to cover anyway. Well, technically, uh, yeah, because I don't really have everything together for the other stuff that I was thinking about bringing up. Because <laughs> um, basically, there was the whole variety, variety, variety article. Fuck. For what variety article? article. What was the article? Now I can't remember. There's been a lot of stuff, Nate, but there was basically a huge info dump almost of um <sighs> MCU shit where basically it was all this conversations about like this is what wasn't working, this was what was working, this is how we're changing things. Um yeah, it was a variety article. Now, majority of the variety article is some bullshit. Um, in probably a lot of misunderstandings that are put out certain ways. Uh, for instance, one of the big ones was that, um, the director for the Marvels was like gone for the last couple of months of filming when the truth behind it was the film itself was done. They had finished principal photography. She had previous agreed upon like other properties that she was going working on. So it was one of those, she worked on it from home or remotely kind of thing. When the movie itself was done, everybody knew what they wanted to do. Everybody knew her vision for the movie. She was doing what she was contractually obligated to do. And they tried to make it be like, she was so unhappy with the movie or this movie is going to be so bad that she didn't even want to finish it. Um, and I'm like, yeah, that doesn't sound right to begin with. Um, but on top of that, there are current rumors of both Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. agreeing to come back to the MCU. Um, now, the bullshittery about that is obviously, most likely, that is for Secret Wars. Not like, they're not going to be dead. We're going to bring them back. We're rebooting the universe. We're going to bring back the people that make us money. No, it's most likely... We are going to do a movie where every universe interacts with each other. So there's probably universes where those two are still alive, younger, mm-hmm. in in the MC or in their Avengers team. Um, yeah. One of the bigger things, though, was a big question mark on Kang. 
Um, and there has been conversations about what they're going to do. Uh, like there's this whole quote, so this one section here, Marvel is truly fucked with the whole Kang angle, says one top dealmaker who has seen the final Loki episode, and they haven't had an opportunity to rewrite until very recently because of the, because of the WGA strike, but I don't see a path to how they move forward with him. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so, uh, interestingly enough, I believe the trial, his trial has started, um, yeah. So we had talked about it at one point that most likely, and we've—I was going to say—since had confirmation that all of Loki was done, filmed, finished. So he, Jonathan Majors was going to be part of the final, the second season of Loki, no matter what. It's everything moving forward that is up in the air. We don't know what's going to happen, and it seems like they don't even know what the fuck they're going to do. Um, again so easy to just recast people i hate to say it um you made the joke Mm -hmm. on the phone the other day uh (laughs) that they should recast kang to uh be played by terrence howard um (laughs) which is fucking hilarious um but you know like it's one of those things it's not that hard to recast people um there are a lot of incredible actors that all deserve to be paid fairly. Um, hell, you want to use AI correctly? Have anything that he's already filmed, you know, digitally altered to have the new actor put over top of it if you want to try and quote unquote <laughs> save money. But have that yeah. person do the acting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hell, they've done that. There was a uh, there was a whole movie that they they'd finished filming it and recast the role because the main character or one of the main characters who guessed it piece of shit got rid of it um hmm. or got rid of him and replaced like digitally replaced him through the entire movie uh i don't remember how it went but i hear that mm-hmm. it looked okay um but yeah oh yeah other yeah. other marvel news stuff real quick um just fast fast marvel news uh oh this one was fun um the mirror sequence in moon knight took 10 months to complete jesus yeah yeah holy shit uh there's a quote that just says so we had to spend months erasing the ca- this cameraman from all these mirrors and it's just an image of the one cameraman that's capturing <laughs> and they had to go layer by layer by layer by layer and replace him um which is fucking ridiculous uh, but also, we got the first trailer for um, Echo, which is the spinoff, technically, yeah, the spinoff from the Hawkeye series. Uh, mm-hmm. Looks really good, like, like full, we're going hard on the more mature side, uh, and that is proven by the fact that this will be the first TVMA series for the MCU. Um, and that is releasing January 10th on Disney Plus and Hulu. Um, okay. There's also currently been talks of the fact that Disney's trying to fully buy out the rest of Hulu, which will probably make them just suck it into either suck it into Disney or whatever the fuck. Um, Disney confirms that What If Season 2 is coming out this holiday season. Uh, and it has been confirmed that Blade will be rated R. Hmm. So nice. cool, cool, fun, fun. 
Um, hopefully it gets done. Hopefully Marshall Ali does not walk away because there have been talks about him possibly leaving the film. Um, I think that was before rewrites happened. I'm hoping that has not worked. I'm not 100% sure. Um, anyway, Nate, what you got to <laughs> talk about? Uh, well, given that the last recording was dumped, I, I really don't want to recap this entire story all over again. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. So most, I won't recap the whole thing because there's enough information out there. Most people who care about this kind of thing, who care about the safety and well-being of content creators, know about the Jax films and Sniper Wolf drama taking place on YouTube. Um, long story short is Jax Films has made a parody channel of Sniper Wolf's channel, essentially critiquing her work. Sniper Wolf, of course, didn't take that too well, decided to show up on Jax, show up at Jax's actual house, film it, and put it up on her Instagram stories, um, effectively doxing him. Um, and that led to a whole bunch of drama with people calling for her to be banned and kicked off the platform and everything like that. Um, well, since then, Jack was radio silent until literally yesterday. I just happened to be browsing YouTube and looking at his channel again because I was going through a lot of his older videos um, and saw that he uploaded something new to his other channel, Juju Jack's Films, which was his play on Sniper Wolf's mm -hmm. name. <laughs> um, and it wasn't like a new funny critique video or anything like that. It was a very serious video where he said, you know, hey... You know, we've been off the platform for a while, but thanks for all the support that everyone's given us. When he says us, he's talking about him and his wife. Um, so it's been a crazy time. They've considered everything from pursuing legal action to straight up packing up their house and moving somewhere else. Um, but he wanted to do something still positive with that channel. He didn't want to continue doing what he was doing, but he wanted to do something a little bit different. And so what he... What he said in his video and what he's asking people to do is if, you know, you have a piece of content or you know a small content creator um, on YouTube to send him um, their video or their information, whatever like that, and he will do his best to constructively critique that in a video of his own, right? Okay. Um, so I think it's, a, it's an overall pretty good thing. I mean, like... I've mentioned this before, but, and people know this, he's a veteran of YouTube. I mean, the guy's been on the platform for 14 years straight. Um, and so for someone like him to step up and say, hey, I'm willing to give advice to the smaller content creators who may either not know what they're doing or just don't have enough experience or are afraid to get their work out there, send it to me, and, you know, I'll be sort of the launch pad for your content. Mm -hmm. I will give you advice, critique that work, tell you what you can do great, what you've already done great, um, and use my platform to let other people know about what you're creating. So it's a really cool move on his part, and uh, I'm glad to at least see that he's back on the platform in, in some regard. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, I mean, I'm also very happy that Sniper Wolf's career seems to be tanking at this point. She's turned off comments on her new videos. She's got more dislikes than she's ever had in her channel history. She's got people commenting where they can, saying really funny shit basically about, like, you know, her content theft and things like that. 
Um, so she's she's not getting a lot of love, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, despite the fact that YouTube just seems to want to go radio silent and hope that everyone forgets about what she did. Um, but yeah, overall, it, it looks like it's it looks like the whole situation is turning out more positively than people expected, which is always great. And at the very least, it shows if the corporation that platforms these content creators isn't going to take action when they do something bad, that there are content creators out there who will kind of stand in solidarity with one another, prop each other up and help each other have a better time as much as they can on that platform. Mm. And hopefully that will force the platform to change in the future, but who knows? Um, but we'll see. We're, I'm just glad that Jack is back because what happened to him was totally undeserved. And um, for someone to be effectively bullied off a platform is just really not an okay thing. <laughs> no, never. Um, you know, unless you're... Unless you're a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you fall into the bigotry category. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, Nate, I really got to remember to put a different news story after your news stories. Well, you know, no, this one, <laughs> this one was a, a, it has a good ending. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we are, unless you have something else to talk about, at our favorite part of, uh, you know, the uh, the podcast, uh, no contest yes. recommendations. <laughs> Do I have to remake everything I made for that? Yes, because that may have been one of the few things that's on the actual compu- computer that I lost. Uh, <laughs> but whatever. Yes. I've, been wor- I've been working on things. Working on some cool transition shit. So maybe maybe I'll have some, and I'll be like... Um, the real plan is to have it so I can hit a button, and then things will just pop up without ever having to leave or edit things. I'll just have it in it already. But whatever. Nate, you have a no context recommendation? I do. Um, the only context I can give because people won't know where to find it otherwise. It is a YouTube channel. Yeah, you it's just called you just Google search it. Okay, well, yes, it's called Das Bullshit. <laughs> yep. Yes, it is. D- <laughs> For those of you listening, D A S B O S C H I T T. That's true because they won't see the text that i will put on the screen um (laughs) or the image i always put an image so i guess there's a little bit more context than normal but whatever um you know nate i'm gonna bring up a little thing (laughs) with no context at all um called space time tacos 24 hour extra life charity stream (laughs) zero context yeah no context no context at all (laughs) Um, no reason I would have brought that up. Um, yeah, I feel that's, I, I wouldn't Google search that. I would just, um, either look at a little link in the doobly-doo or, uh, maybe just this little thing that's been on the screen all day or all day, all episode. Um, cool. Yeah. Well, Nate, hey, I'll talk to you in like five days. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I'll be waking up bright-eyed, and no, I won't. I'll be waking up hopefully feeling okay, um, 
And you will be already halfway through your day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it will be a fun time for us both. It will be a fun time for us both. Anyway, if you like what you see, what we say, what you hear, what we do, I used to remember that better. It's been a while. It's <laughs> been a while. Uh, but yeah, if you like us, if you want to hear more of us, if you support us, Follow us on all social media. Just search Space Time Taco. You can find me everywhere at Time Lord Brito. You can find him on Instagram yes. at a little teapot eighty nine. Uh, if you want to support us, you will know it with the 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 monies because we are the brokes. We work day jobs, but that just gets yes. us to where we are to sustain life. <laughs> um, if you want to support us in our creative endeavors and the community that we want to build, uh, yeah, you can follow us on patreon.com slash spacetimetaco. You can donate directly on ko-fi.com slash spacetimetaco. I think I got that right. If not, the screen shows the correct one. You can buy gifts or donate towards gifts directly for us over on our throne account. Thing up in the thing. Um... And last but not least, you can you can go to Twitch, twitch.tv slash spacetime taco, and you can subscribe to us. It's a it's a last ditch effort. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got um, Amazon Prime. That means you got Twitch Prime. That gives you one free subscription for us every month. Why not? Uh, <laughs> and as we have said multiple times. Uh, as of recording, this Saturday, November 11th, starting at 8 a.m. Eastern, we are doing our seventh year of our 24-hour Extra Life charity stream. Things are set in motion. I've got just about everything done. Have I forgot that I need to have wheel spin ideas and, and donation incentives? Sure. <laughs> know what the cool thing is, though, Nate? Hold on. Uh, let me do this real quick. Uh, this thing, and then I'm gonna go to that and copy you, and then I'll go back to this and then paste you and then put you like right here in the middle. Um, <laughs> and then through movie magic adaptations, things that's right, we already are at $800. Eighteen dollars and sixteen cents. I don't know where the cents came from. All I know is that we're <laughs> we're beyond halfway on our goal. Our goal of thirteen thirty seven every year because we're nerds. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're already beyond the halfway point. Oh man, I hope I don't have anything planned for th hitting the thirteen thirty seven that I would regret in any way whatsoever. Um, but anyway, <laughs> come hang out. Come join us. We love you. Go inside and play video games. I'm going to go sleeps. Sleep sounds goods right now. How about you, Nate? Sleeps also sounds good. Sleep sounds goods. <laughs> <laughs>